0: Retro Rebel Gamecast is brought to you by Geek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all of our episodes and fulfill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TempleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebels release every Friday, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. You can even find us on Facebook at Temple of Geek for exclusive content and to see what else we're up to. My name is Stacy, and with me is my fellow Rebel co-host, Amanda. Hello. Hello. And you know what I say every Friday? You know it's not every Friday. It's like every other Friday. It's not going to probably be next Friday, because next Friday is going to be Thanksgiving.
1: Black Friday. So...
0: Black Friday, I mean, holiday in and of itself for tech people and other people who had nothing else to do on Friday.
1: Nice. And are, and
0: are somewhat insane. Hey,
1: we celebrate like the, Black Friday over here now. Y'all have infected this country, so. Ah,
0: we do. That is our biggest export, if you didn't know, is, you know, our culture, good, bad, and otherwise. So, there you go. You're welcome, world. Excellent. Take it. Take it. That's what they tell us all the time. Actually, they don't tell us anything. They just keep us in the dark. So, bringing us back to the light, uh, Lynn is gaming and gaming-related topics. What have you been playing?
1: Well, ever since I beat The Outer Worlds, I picked up Elder Scrolls Online. Listen, I was dedicated. I almost fully completed it as well. I completed most of it, so, you know. All the side quests. I completed every side quest I encountered. I might not have encountered every side quest there is, but I finished all the ones what I had encountered. Um, What I had. But yeah, no, uh, after I beat that, I picked up Elder Scrolls Online again, because it's um, free with Game Pass. Um, I got to level 50 on that, and so I'm now in the veteran level tiers, um, which I tried to do a veteran dungeon, and it went very poorly, so (laughs) I sort of lost interest in that. Um, I also have Gears of War 5 downloaded, but me and my brother are trying to go through the campaign together, so it just depends on schedules when we comply.
0: Right. Um,
1: And then my high school ex-boyfriend told me that someone had released... A live and free-to-play version of City of Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just talk about how I've been playing that. Not loads, not so accessibly. many meta
0: levels of nostalgia there.
1: I know so many, and actually I quit before they came out with Pretoria, which is like some third choice for alignment. Um, but anyway, there, there are a lot of good things that I like about how they've released it. They've definitely made it less grindy um, and increased the amount of XP that you earn for every kill. And they made everything in bases free so you can log in as a level 1 character and make a really cool base and teleport around everywhere if you want to do that, which I think is good. Um, and I, I haven't been playing it loads because... The other PC that I have, not this one, um, but that laptop, it has a cooling problem when it plays games. So after about two hours, it'll just shut off. It'll get too hot and it'll just shut off. So that's okay. actually, yeah, that's actually limiting the amount that I can go crazy with playing it. But hopefully, uh, a couple of the guys from my old guild might uh, come and and play a little bit. I've remade our base as a new incarnation, sort of ready in case they decide they want (laughs) to jump on. I think it would be a nice surprise. I'm not really told but one of them, but... If they happen to wander through and they look at the Supergroup list, they will find we are, in fact, reincarnated. So I think that would be cool. <laughs> so anyway... I, I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've, I've been playing that. Um, you know, with some mixed emotions, it's definitely the best part about playing it was playing with other people. Playing it alone... Maybe not quite as much fun as that yeah. was before um but we'll see if my friend comes on in the week and wants to play with me then that'll be great, but that's what I've been doing um and waiting on news to see whether or not I will become gainfully employed sooner rather than later um and yeah that'll that'll be good and then I go that home in in uh yeah in coming like back to the a States States for yeah, a minute. I go home in a month for two and a half weeks mm-hmm
0: well, put that in your juice box. Yeah. We, uh, uh, I, I've been playing, uh, pretty much the same game, but I did download, uh, Neo, N I O H. It was the, um, games with, you know, PlayStation Plus, basically like games with gold for PlayStation. So, Neo was one of the games. And the other one was Outlast 2, and bump that. You, you know, they're not going to download that particular one because I'm not only am I not going to play it, but there's no one in this house that would be willing to play it to let me watch them play it. It's a terrifying game. I don't want to play it. <laughs> and it's and it's so much different than the first Outlast anyway. I don't know that it it is. I don't know that how much of it would be appropriate for the people in my house anyway. So um, many reasons and I could have stopped at the first one as to why I was not going to download it. But Neo, I have wanted to play. Um And I I don't know how to describe it much because I don't I don't know as much about it other than it's it's not Dark Souls, but it is kind of a third person game. Um, Somebody in the comments would destroy me, but basically it's just you're you you are more or less a samurai, I guess. Kind of. It's it's not uh, the shadows die twice. uh, Is the lead character a girl? Ah, uh, you know what? We do have the power of the interweb.
1: So I swear i seen Jim Sterling talk about this game.
0: Yeah, it's a good game. Um, let's see. Neo is an action role-playing video game developed by Team Ninja. Oh, so it is going to be hard. For the PlayStation 4, it was released worldwide February 2017, published by Sony Interactive, and... blah, 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 blah. Got good reviews. I mean, it's it's a well-reviewed game. Um and the gameplay is very much that uh, Bloodborne third person. You know, uh, I mean, he, it was Team Ninja did it, so I believe that's the same people that did uh, Ninja Guide in. So,
1: all right, okay.
0: Um, and so anyway, that's that's the you know the the style. You are a samurai. It is very fantastical. Did you ever play Onimusha on no. PlayStation? Okay. You'd, all you
1: had to say was PlayStation and I've never played it.
0: <laughs> PlayStation 2, but then.
1: Yeah, the only games I played on PlayStation 2 are Halo.
0: Ah, and you know that's only on Microsoft, so you didn't even play that.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't actually. No. Oh no, my so, ex-boyfriend was playing Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, no, let's not. Let's not go back into that. It was a horrible time. <laughs> we broke up all after right, we, that. <laughs>
0: Just, and it was probably over Ratchet and Clank. It
1: was. He played it for 12 hours. He didn't talk to me.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, there you go. The, uh, well, it is not Ratchet and Clank, but, uh, it is a game. I'm probably, another one of those I'll put on the list that I have not finished. But, um, I do want to, I did want to get into that one. But I downloaded it. But really, the majority of my time has been spent playing World of Warcraft lately because, like you, I'm having to play a, a MMO, uh, solo basically right now anyway but i but i pretty much always have played wow that way and i found ways to really enjoy it i've i've been in guilds and i've raided with my guild before and it's been less than successful um i mean we have done some things and it has been more fun it is absolutely more fun when you've got people online that you know however I have not always felt like that pull that I had to come back or dive into that as a social thing. So I typically go in to play and accomplish like particular goals that I want to achieve. So like basically that's because that's the only thing I can do. Um, but they have, uh, you know, LFG looking for raid. so I can get into a, you know, a, a pug for a raid. If I want to, I can see the end game content. I can go back and do a lot of the old game content but lately because it was the 15th anniversary of World of Warcraft they have a lot of rewards that you can all you can solo all of them so for the most part the ones that i want you can so there is a mount you can get for doing some time walking dungeons basically you get to sh- the short story there's there are lots of there are different dragon factions and each dragon faction kind of controls one element and the the golden dragons, yellow dragons, whatever, they handle time. So uh Chromie, who is in her she has a little um, a little gnome form. Like her her form is of they can take like human or human form, elf form, whatever. She isn't she's when she's in a form it is gnome. And uh, but otherwise she's like a big golden dragon. You don't gnome me. That's right. that's right and she's adorable uh and she has lots of these little like side quests that you can do uh in different expansions that have been a lot of fun and this one you she'll take you back and there's there's something wrong with the timeline anyway and so you go back and fix the timeline you fight these three different in these three different expansions these three different raids and when you destroy those raid bosses Uh, you get a mount, you get a Deathwing mount, which is a pretty cool dragon, black dragon mount. And it's something that I can solo, so I've been trying to do that. I've also been trying to get my rep up for one of the factions in the newest expansion, and it's a pain in the ass. It is probably the worst rep grind of any rep grind I've ever had to do. Um, Just because the content's just not as much fun for anybody that's listening, the rust bolt resistance is—it's just a lot harder to get your rep for that particular faction. Uh, there aren't as many options as there were for uh, for the other faction uh, that you—the uh, Wakoan, I believe—I I can't remember if that's right or not. But it's the uh, the fish people. And uh, ah
1: yes, the fish people. We all know people. what you're
0: talking about. You know what I'm talking about, the fish people. Nope. And uh, anyway, so I can't get. The rep-up for that. Because it is the last thing that I need so that I can unlock flying. And when you can unlock flying in a zone, then pretty much you can do anything. You know, you can it, it opens up the world that much more. Because, and this is the last thing about this game I've been trying to get to. I'm trying to do all of these things for the most part. So I can get this damn B mount. I want this fuzzy B mount, which is... I don't know if those words have ever been uttered. That just taking that out of context is probably out of context. Probably keeps me from being a president. But I mean, you're a grown
1: adult who wants a fuzzy bee to ride around. Let's just talk right. about how that's where <laughs> we're at right about, now.
0: That is where we're at. It is the little things, Amanda, and I just would like to uh, I just like to leave it at that. It is a fuzzy bee mount, and I I have been uh, doing my best to <laughs> unlock. I've and been rest-
1: eyeing that bee, boy. <laughs>
0: I got a pretty mouth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you took it too far. You took, you took it, it t- too far.
0: Well, uh I do in fact want this mount. It is a uh it, it's just it's a it's a cool mount and it's it's one of those achievements that that every now and then World of Warcraft puts in there that, that I feel it gives me a purpose to go back to the game. Otherwise I don't really have a purpose to go back. There isn't I I don't have to complete any, like, I'm not a completionist in terms of, like, collecting things per se. Like, there may be something in the game that I want to collect, and I'll go get that. And when they put things out there, then that gives me a purpose, and this is one of those things. So, uh, it gives me a reason to come back, And and that part of the content is fun. And I have been playing this game a ridiculous number of years at this point, so... But that's what I've been playing. I didn't really have time to play anything else uh, because that's something I can dive in. Have for you 15 downloaded Outer
1: read. Worlds? Have we? You, I mean, come on. Oh yeah, why I've played you been it. I've played
0: those? it. I played it. I played the first two or th- two and a half hours or so, and I three hours. I haven't been able, since we talked about it on the last episode. I haven't been able to go back. It's and, so and good. Lot,
1: How can so. you not go back? I was like, I, I couldn't to, wait to go I, back. I,
0: I want to so bad well, I think this is what happens. I'm not good at at first person shooters. And by saying I'm not good, I think that understates how bad I am. In that I just I just don't uh, track and aim well. And it doesn't auto auto aim for you. Yeah, but you. you
1: can use the speed up power. So just put all your points in the slow down time I forgot power. That-
0: and I had been talking to people in town for so long that I forgot that that was a power. So the first, first city you go to, or first little like encampment, I know. I, well, I'd been in there. That's it's where I like spent the majority b- of my time. main
1: point of the game.
0: Oh, I know. It was the first encounter that I. Well, the second encounter because the first encounter. Have you made you the decision
1: to, about what city you're gonna choose to support in the first part of? No,
0: building? I've just got the quest to go to that other city. So I don't, I haven't, I haven't. Well, I chose wrong.
1: Let me just tell you that. I bloody chose wrong.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to approach, I'm approaching that uh, particular issue at this time. Well, tell me once you pick,
1: because wow, I I screwed up. Let's find out if we both screw up. (laughs)
0: Let's see. I won't know until you tell me, and then I immediately know I have to start over, so.
1: (laughs) Well, it's, I (laughs) mean, it's just one. I didn't screw up very much the rest of the game. But, but I screwed up that part.
0: But boy, boy, that was a bad one. Um, so, well, you know, anyway, like I said, I, I got to the first, there are little, they're not rebel, but whatever, the uh, the people that aren't a part of these cities that are kind of just out there, marauders or whatever, I can't remember what they're called.
1: Yeah, they're marauders.
0: Marauders. So, the marauders are out there. And so, the first one I, I crept up on, and I had my companion with me. She was telling me kind of what we were, the camp we were approaching. And you don't have like a stealth insta-kill, and I kind of forgot that. So I went up and slapped one of them with my melee weapon, thinking that I was behind him and this should kill him. And I think for all intents and purposes it would in real life. It did not. It made him angry, and he about-faced and started shooting my face off. And then all of his buddies came, and you know, and so at that point, I didn't realize it was like a hornet's nest, and everybody came out of the house. And I just, basically, I backed up and was shooting, and so I was taking out a few of them as I was backing up and shooting, but I forgot that I had that slow down time thing. I just kind of panicked, and so I was trying to find cover, and cover doesn't really work the same way yeah no the
1: slow down time thing is the key to the game you are expected and supposed to use that so yeah don't forget that you have that Amanda
0: Why, you, why do you have to make and, so And put sense? And put not...
1: lots of points into it, because when you put more points into it, you can um, aim faster when you're in slowdown, so you actually end yeah. up being able to aim in real time while they're moving in slow yeah. time, and that's bloody yeah. brilliant, because you can bop a couple of them in one go. But also, yeah. if you put lots of points into your companions, they'll kill most most of them for you in fact it got to the point near the middle of the game where i was just straight running through things and they'd be collecting me xp like a vacuum cleaner behind me it was great <laughs>
0: picking it yeah. all up yeah i wouldn't yeah.
1: even stop i just let them running cuz eventually you would kind of get out of the zone of combat they would have picked out like two or three of them but then you're still moving <laughs> along you know i i don't have time to kill ads in the middle of the wasteland that's all i'm saying
0: I know I was trying to grind and I was okay with that part of it but then I got killed and I was like I'm not coming back to this for a minute. Yeah. But but to to that and I've one more story about that before and then we can move on to news and stuff. But um you know the bottom left of the screen in Outer Worlds. Again, I know I'm going to sound like a dad cuz I am. When I went to go when I went to play and I knew I had my I, I had my companion and you have these directions in the bottom left and it doesn't really tell you what they are. Uh, and they probably did tell me what they I were. Literally I literally never
1: used those ones.
0: I accidentally did. And so I did it by sheer curiosity is the thing that drove me to do it. So I walk in, you know, you're in the first town. I pick up my companion. I'm walking out. There, there are guards and everything just sitting around and there's someone else. So I had just walked over to the church and spoke to the the pastor there, the priest, and As I'm walking out, I noticed that I had those little icons in the bottom left corner, and I pushed one of them. And what it did is it deployed my companion to begin attacking in a particular area. So they're, like, asking questions, and then she's open, firing on all of them. And and I'm like, oh, wait, 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 no. Okay, so I hit the other one. It didn't make it any better. Uh, In fact, I think it just made her... I think she it moved her from one point to another point to, to continue to attack. So I walk outside and I'm like, I, <laughs> I'm not with her. Don't don't shoot her. Not me. Don't worry. What are you What are you doing? So I didn't do this on purpose. And uh, the entire town turned on me. So I had to I had to actually restart and reload. Okay, and good because like, right, then
1: next. then you really screwed up. Because wow, I really <laughs> well
0: now I know which town I have to pick. So <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so I was like, okay, well, everybody's mad at me. That's what that button does. Let's reload, and let's try this again. So I did, and, and I did. And <laughs> so uh, I was like, all right, when I'm out of town, I know how to do that. I know what that button is. Well, does.
1: they have some sort of special powers, but I never really figured out how to make them use them. I just sort of assumed they would just use them in the course of their general killing things. Right, so. I, put enough,
0: I put enough points in there. You do it yourself.
1: That's sort of what I felt like. You know, I was focused on talking my way, lying my way, persuading my way, sciencing my way. Like, listen, we weren't trying to fight. We were trying to be the most clever. See? Most clever.
0: I always do that. I always do that. Yeah. Well, good. Well, um, that brings us to the news. What news do you have for us, Amanda? The
1: news. Google Stadia is going to be a pile of poop. Now, listen, (laughs) (laughs) it's got some problems. So uh, a lot of the launch features that they said were going to exist are not going to exist at launch and are going to be added sometime later. Uh, with ranges being given from two weeks after launch to later in the year. Uh, which, nice. you know, it's already November, so the chance that most of these things are going to get released in the Christmas season are really unlikely. Uh, so, right. um, and that includes like sharing games that you've bought with all the accounts on your device um sharing passes with friends um gaining achievements uh like a lot of things just don't work (laughs) the the lineup i think has 12 or 13 games uh almost all of them are old games i think three two or three of them are tomb raider games there's an old assassin oh yeah there are
0: three tomb raider games on
1: there yeah and and here's the thing this is why i think about it if you were paying 120 quid for a thing that included games that were old, fine. If you're paying 120 quid to only be able to purchase again on a different device, games you probably already have, not so good, really.
0: And, and, and games that you already have that you will have to stream, you can stream them to your phone, apparently.
1: Can you imagine who, what would happen with your phone data? Like,
0: Can you imagine playing Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Odyssey on your phone?
1: I can't imagine playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey at all, level or less on my phone.
0: <laughs> but there you go. There you go.
1: Yeah, they were saying that um, in some instances, wh- a one-hour stream used 20 gigabytes of data.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, That's like
1: yeah I mean imagine fam- if you were family data plan. yeah, imagine if you were playing it on your phone and you were on Wi-Fi but something mm-hmm. happened to your Wi-Fi connection. you didn't notice that it switched to normal data and then yeah, blamo your house. yeah, then Blamo. And some people's home Wi-Fi has a data cap. I mean, I'm lucky that mine doesn't, but my Wi-Fi connection is not good enough to be streaming games. It just isn't. Like think about the long loading times that you already have on games that are on your hard drive. Like, this is going to be insane. It's, I don't see how this can work. I don't think that we have the infrastructure in place to, like, do it. You know, a lot of people in, you know, more rural areas or people who have a very cheap data plan have data limits or speed restrictions and all sorts. And it's just not made for this sort of technology. So I just don't see how it's going to work. And more disappointingly than that, Like, 13 games, and they're all old? Like, the Star Wars game just came out two days ago. You don't even have that? Like, people can't even play that? It's insane. You don't have Outer Worlds? That just came out? 25% of
0: your games are Tomb Raider games? Yeah.
1: It's just, I really, I was dubious about it from the beginning, and not because of privacy concerns. I don't care about that. Like, it's fine, you know. It, we all know Amazon exists in every room of my house and knows everything that I'm doing. Um, so I'm less worried about that. But yeah, they have a good profile of you. Yeah, they, they know what I'm about. Um, and <laughs> they've seen me eat lots of yogurt skittles recently. <laughs> um, but what's more concerning is that, you know, if Google fails at a cloud-based streaming games platform, it will not be looked at again for another game cycle. Like, it just won't. If Google can't do it, what other company is going to bother trying? You know, it's just, it's not going to be profitable for them. And, you know, Xbox and PlayStation are in the business of selling hardware and software. They're not going to be interested in a always upgraded experience because think of how much money they're making off of consoles as well you know that's a hundred percent profit for them they've got to share the game's profit with other people so you know the the amount of money they make off of console sales is just not worth having a console that is always top-of-the-line quote-unquote you know it's a it's as top of the line as your internet connection and tv are you know what i mean
0: right which could be bad well you know it's just if you don't have either it, of them. yeah
1: well it could be but but if if you've got a good internet connection and, and a 4k tv or whatever then it's it's top of the line you're gonna get the best Experience possible that is never going to be downgraded. You know, it'll play every single game as it becomes available, presumably. Which I don't think they would want to do. So my news is basically Google Stadia is about to drop, and everyone says it's going to be a turd. That's that's what I'm saying.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That is that's essentially what I heard as well. A dozen games, the games that they do have are a year old or more, and. Twenty five percent of them are Tomb Raider games, so the fact uh, they have the to other pay ones, full
1: price is insane. It's insane. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, I don't understand that. I don't understand the model. And it says that it's supposed to release like fifteen more over the coming months, which is great. But you know, still for not the people good. That, no, we, well, yeah. That great is relative. Great is in quotes. Release more for you
1: to buy at full price. This isn't a Game Pass situation where they have hundreds of games on that bad boy, new ones every single month, and it's cheaper for a whole year of Game Pass than it is to buy this device. And that's not even saying that you buy all the games. You know what I mean? Like, think about how much money you could end up spending on this. It's insane. It's insane. And you're locked into that model forever. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, there's no yep. option for you to just bung a disc in there that you got at the at the thrift shop, you know?
0: I can't. Yeah, and, and that's why I think, ultimately, I don't think I could get behind this at all for any particular reason. I, I don't like it because you don't own the games, per se. You own them as long as you can stream them, but Google has a history of Look, closing down their functions. Look, if it was Apple Arcade,
1: I could get behind it. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, if it Apple was that Arcade sort of setup, is. but for proper games that I actually care about.
0: You know what I mean. Well, and also, don't you? If I'm not mistaken, you have access to the games that are on there. You just pay a monthly service, so you may not own them, but I get to, I get to play whatever I want to play, and I download it.
1: Yeah. Look, I have no, I have no. um, There's no nothing to restrict me from streaming the game. My assumption would be that my internet connection occasionally would be a bit too patchy to play it at good graphical level, but mostly it would be fine. And I have an uncapped data plan at home, so fine. But the idea that you have to pay full price for games that are a year old when you can go to GameStop or game and get them for like five quid use disc now is insane. Do you know what I mean? It's ins- this oh, isn't yeah. convenient. Yeah, I agree. This is weird. <laughs> I thought they were gonna be free. All the times I heard of it before, I thought they were gonna be free. It suddenly clicked with me that, that it's a it's a full price game. It's insane.
0: Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. That's uh, I I do have, I have a, a an Android phone, but I can't I cannot get behind the stadium. I just.
1: Oh, it's there not isn't even released, released about it for that Android. I it won't be released for Android until next year. It's only going to be on the Google Pixel. Until then, so
0: that's true. Well, I guess I I just said Android. I do have a Pixel.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: It it is in need of an upgrade. I have the two, and uh, it's missing about ten percent of the glass in the top right corner. So
1: that's the one I always uh, wanted, man. Google Pixel. It's a sexy phone, man.
0: It is. It's a yeah. good phone. Um, but I just. Not enough to, to support uh, the stadia. So, uh, Jedi Fallen Order is out. I can't wait to play it. It has gotten great reviews. Um, everyone I've I've listened to, talked to, read about
1: sixty pounds know, though, not dollars. Well, that's
0: only for the 60, deluxe.
1: No, that's the, the standard one. That's the price for the standard. There's one.
0: a 50, There's a fifty nine dollar one too. Though no
1: no 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 fifty nine pounds, dude. They haven't changed the price. It's $59 well, US and you, 59 pounds. Well, that's not fair. Our currency is worth more. That's probably Rude.
0: true. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know there are two versions, and maybe they're just not releasing the other Well, I'm just really
1: cranky about it, okay? I was like, <laughs> oh, if it's like 40 quid, maybe I'll get it, and like, you know, it'll be my little treat for myself. Keep me occupied, blah, blah, blah. Thank goodness City of Heroes got re-released for free. Jesus.
0: <laughs> well, free is better. There's free no is much better. But I, I had a, I had a friend say the same thing, and I was like, man, because I think that's like seventy bucks for us. And I, and there is a sixty-nine dollar one that is a deluxe version. And I think it comes with some cosmetic items. And I said, man, that can't be right because every, I mean, I, I know that I'm not in the know as much as everybody, but probably more so than most. And we read about all this stuff, and I was like, man, I hadn't heard anything about them having. You know, upping the price of their release compared to other people's games because that really that model hasn't really changed. Everything's still fifty nine ninety nine U S dollars here as the you know at least the baseline. You know, your 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 unfinished game is fifty nine ninety nine, and then you can pay for more if you want your finished game. Well, I was like, well, that can't be because I just hadn't heard it, and you know, if I hadn't heard it, it definitely didn't happen. And uh, then I did a little research, and I was like, okay, well, there is a version. I just don't know how easy it is to attain here uh, to get the the fifty nine dollar one, because there is a sixty nine dollar one that has has more stuff. But I'm still wanting to play it. It appears is it an RPG? Really is it a
1: real RPG? Is it? It
0: is a real RPG. Okay. It's an action RPG, though. So so it's, it's more same- like
1: Force Awakened than it is like. No, Contour? it's more
0: like Witcher. Mm. I wanted a (laughs) tour. It's not quite that far, but it's it's got. I think it's because it is single player for the most part. That's why it's not. You don't have a party per se that's going to go out with you. But it does have a skill tree. Um, There are multiple planets that you go to that you have quests that you have to fulfill and stuff.
1: Yeah, but is someone going to call me meatbag? Because really, that's what I was looking for.
0: Yeah, HK, HK forty-seven. We miss you
1: big ups right so what else you got in the news front was that have um, we have we well, nipped nip, the butt on the but bleep, words
0: <laughs> words <laughs> um the uh well this you know i already said that this is the month that that world of warcraft was released but they said that in 2004 or it is being said kotaku and a couple other places are reporting that maybe this is the 2004, of November 2004, was the greatest month in gaming history.
1: Really? Okay, because, I'd love to hear why.
0: Well, because World of Warcraft was released. Metal Gear Solid 2 was released. Metroid Prime was released. And Half-Life 2 was released.
1: Oh, wow, okay, okay.
0: Um, anyway, so that that's uh, it's an interesting little tidbit fact about uh, this month. And then the last thing uh, in the news is that Mass Effect is reported to be getting a new game. This is reported by Kotaku. I'm here for this. So this was yesterday. I'm here for it. Yes, uh, they are working on a new game and, you know, Obsidian Hopefully knocked it out of the park with the, the Outer in the United World.
1: States and not in Montreal. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Yeah, I think, well, you know what? The more and more I read about and, and this is what I... You know, you have to separate the, the uh, demons at the top of the food chain at some of these game development companies and the people that are doing the work. You know, the people at BioWare that put Anthem together. I mean, Anthem's a beautiful game. It's just empty and there's nothing to it. And it's reported to be revamped and overhauled. They're going to, like, overhaul it Look,
1: Anthem. everybody talks shit about Anthem, but you know what? I found it cathartic. I really did. I'm not going to lie. And that's...
0: I th- I think it's a beautiful-looking game. It's just the the biggest knock on it that I think is most credible is that it was a little bit empty. It didn't have as much content. As oh, it
1: was. 100%. It was empty as hell, but actually that was kind of relaxing. Do you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I could totally I could totally. It's see like that. taking um, a
1: walk and you happen to help people. You know what I mean? It's lovely.
0: <laughs> Only you can fly as well. So, anyway, Mass Effect... Uh, new game and, uh, Jedi fallen order. I will, once we can find the, the version I can afford, we'll pick that up. (laughs) up. Um, which brings us to our main topic, which, you know, given the season. So by the time this releases will be the week before Thanksgiving, at least in the States In Canada, that was last month or the month before. I can't remember Canadian Thanksgiving. I think is, who cares? Um, I'm just joking. Wow, I've celebrated, Cana- I've, ce- I've celebrated Canadian Thanksgiving with friends, and uh, it is awesome. It's awesome to get two Thanksgivings, really, in this In this.
1: See, they should share their continent. Thanksgiving so we can have double the Thanksgiving. Who would be upset I, about I'm that? Saying, Except theirs would hopefully involve less awkward table conversation.
0: I have a feeling that it would all be very pleasant, even if you didn't like each other, just being Canadian. It would be like, you know, just... You just General apologize annoyance. for breathing. Oh, sorry. Everyone apologizes. Sorry. Yes. Here it's just a bunch of jerks. So um, everybody eats and then goes and takes a nap. It's like nobody cares. Um, and then you go to Black Friday.
1: Yeah. So, where <laughs> where people die crack. for TVs.
0: Yeah. So. Well, anyway. So speaking of Thanksgiving. Uh, games that we're thankful for. So, uh, you know, in, in the... Running the gamut of gaming history, at least our personal history. These, these aren't necessarily our favorite games or anything like that. Uh, at least they aren't necessarily for me. But games that I am thankful for and reasons why I'm thankful for them. And and I figure we can just go back and forth. Uh, and and I I could be I could make a much longer list. It was hard to kind of select five that I wanted to put on this list. Um, and so based on kind of probably listening to you i may even change one of mine so we'll uh yeah well
1: you're such a cheater
0: what i it's what i do okay so uh speaking of cheating i'll let you go first
1: all right well i've kind of gone in in a reverse chronological order so i'm starting with the most recent game that i'm thankful for which of course is outer worlds um oh nice. you know it it felt good on a personal level you know i uh i was made redundant from my job so in between looking for a new job and going to interviews and things like that i have a lot of downtime but i can't afford to spend money like a crazy person you know i need to be sensible right so the fact that the outer worlds was available with game pass which i gotten that one pound subscription for um yeah. and was such a thoughtful beautiful and sort of nostalgic feeling rpg game it really gave me you know uh i'd like to say more than a week but let's be honest i beat it in a week a week of (laughs) um like fun pew pew barbarella feeling space battling goodness and i'm i'm very thankful for that it was very helpful in a time of need
0: very nice. Okay, I dig that. Um, for me, you know, I, I I don't know. I I didn't really have these in a particular order, but I like that you're going backwards. And I'd like to end maybe on where it began for me. So I'm gonna go with um, somewhere in the middle with Fable. Fable is a game cat. that I'm very I'm I'm thankful for. It it is. Uh, when it came out, when it was released, was a, a, uh, a tough time for me as well. Um, I think I had been divorced. Well, I know I was divorced at the time. Um, and uh, I had just started, like, my actual career uh, in higher education. And so, um, I don't know, you know, I, having always loved gaming and um, and always loving RPGs, I had heard so much about Fable to begin with, you know, the checks that Peter Molyneux wrote for that particular game didn't necessarily cash like they should have but um in terms of gameplay and replayability and just being able to dive into a world and escape what wasn't you know wasn't necessarily my um i don't know being able to just dive into something and escape for a minute was was awesome and not just a minute but you could go in and really you didn't even have to be accomplishing anything like you could be earning money, buying, you know, just just faffing about, as you would say. And you, you know, uh, buying an entire town <laughs> if I wanted to. And, uh, you know, and not really accomplishing any of the goals or the, the quests that you had to. And, and uh, you know, and, and and it was nice. Mindless, to a certain extent, uh, escapism for me at a time when when uh, things weren't necessarily as good. But um, you know, I, I was able to kind of I don't know cope with it that way. So, uh, Fable was a was a world I could dive into and kind of get away for a while, and I was thankful for it. What's number two for you? Uh,
1: so number two for me. Um, I'm going to actually have to look up the release date because I want to be true to my um, my backdating. Um, so I might have to switch the order really quick. Let's see. Okay, so this one was 2009 and, and this one, I think I did do it in the right order. I'm just double checking. No, I didn't. Okay, I'm going to switch them. Okay, so my next one is Fallout 3. Um, specifically Fallout 3, it was, to me, my like favorite game out of the series. It had the music that I like the best. It had the story that I like the best. Um, and um, I really enjoyed the, the open... Non-linear exploration side of it I did loads and loads of side quests I think I did most of them And it was just fun, sort of from start to finish They didn't really overcomplicate it I mean, this is before all the Crazy base building stuff and whatever Which is fun, but Was also weird Um, And (laughs) I really enjoyed it I think it's a very class game And a lot of the songs were Played at my wedding
0: Really? Really? yep well how about that
1: it actually came out the year that I met my future husband
0: and I'm now you've got me interested in in the release date of uh, some of the games that I that I was interested in and it's so interesting that... When I go back and look now, that some of these games that I was really interested in and when it got me excited or interested in other games, they came out at the same time or in the same year. It was really interesting. Okay. Well, um...
1: And you know what? Even though I just did that, I just said it in reverse anyway. I just said it wrong. But that's cool. Whatever. Fallout 3. It it came out before the one I'm going to say next, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I screwed it up. Whatever. Leave it. It's cool. (laughs)
0: Well, the next one for me, it's not it's not the first one. Um, but it is it is going back aways and, and it is Final Fantasy, the first NES game. Oh, okay, wow. Um, yeah, we've
1: gone back. Which,
0: yeah, we we're going back, but we're gonna go back farther, uh and towards the end. But um Final Fantasy uh was released in nineteen eighty seven, it says here, so it's I think it was eighty seven, eighty nine. Uh, area. Um, I th- want to make sure it was released in the states. Initial release date was 1987. It says here. Anyway, but the reason I'm thankful for it is I because was what, you know. Two. <laughs> well, I was a little older than that, seven, <laughs> ten, ten years old. Ten years old. Now, um, so I dated myself. Damn it!
1: You tricked me. <laughs>
0: um, you got me. Well, so. The reason that I'm thankful for this particular game is because it it has it taught me so many tropes about games going forward, and I accepted a lot of things about um, role playing games that were just staples tropes about role playing games going forward. That I think video game players nowadays take for granted. Grinding in general is something that was that you just had to do. Yeah, um, that's true. The learning curve that you could you could accidentally. Uh, venture to a part of the world that you weren't supposed to be in uh, and that you'd be killed immediately. Learning to save uh, as often as possible, you know, which ruins things in, in games like Resident Evil. But in, in role-playing games, you have to. I mean, you just have to do it because you don't know what's going to happen. And uh, so, <laughs> and uh, well, there, there we go. I fell. You can't see. Amanda yeah, I just right I now. just
1: had a catastrophic but. error.
0: <laughs> wow,
1: it's cool. Everything's fine. It's, I mean, things are on the floor, but that, that's cool as well. That's fine. That's all right.
0: That's cool. No one, no one even has to know that 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 we fell. Um, go, go and by we, I mean on. your computer. And I can just see the the camera as I as I fell. Um, Anyway, so you know that so you learn about. I learned about all these tropes. It taught me so much about how how a game slow builds. It was a great. It was a great enough story for a any for an NES game or a NES game, whatever. However, you're actually supposed to say it. Um, that carried on through the years in other games that I really enjoyed, and and that uh, you know, I just learned to appreciate. Uh, the time it takes to, to kind of go through a game that was put together well that has that has a good story but that has mechanics and and uh, I guess basically a procedure that you're supposed to go through. Um, I just really appreciated it. It, and it was probably the first um, first really in depth game that I played in depth meaning just a game that I had to really invest in. Um, I hadn't had a Nintendo for very long at this point and and. and you know, a Nintendo, I could probably go back and pick one of those very first games that just made me really appreciate Nintendo, but this one is, this game was kind of like the foundation for all RPGs going forward, and for my love for RPGs going forward, and, and everything that comes with it, all of that grinding, all of the, I actually really enjoyed that stuff, and the character building, and the and the skill trees and selecting spells and building your party and and how to resource manage and that stuff all sounds so lame, <laughs> probably to a certain extent. But it is stuff that I really enjoyed and to this day still enjoy about games. So,
1: I think that's a solid pick. Despite me just upturning my life over here, it's absolutely it's, it's good. <laughs>
0: We're back. We're back now. Yeah. Though. We just we went all the way back to Square We're
1: fine. One. We're fine. We're all fine here. How are you? (laughs) we're, We're fine. We're all fine here. How are you? (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, so my next game is Fallout 3, which actually came out after Drag- uh, uh, Dragon Age Origins, which actually came out after Fallout 3. So I- I've read them backwards, but it- it's cool. It's fine. It's fine. Because um, I'm going to be correct in my chronological order kind of the rest of the time, so it's fine. Um, so uh, Dragon Age Origins was the first time in a game where an NPC made me cry for real. Um, really? Yeah. So it it's it's meaningful to me in that I never took games very seriously or thought that they had anything important to say. Um, and then I played Dragon Age, and and you all know how I feel about Zevran because I've talked about it a lot. But his story made me cry, and and I felt really bad, and I didn't want him to leave, and he was my favorite. And why did he have to go? And what the hell? <laughs> and I was very <laughs> upset that he left me, and it's still not okay. And it's been like ten. It's been precise. 10 years and it's still not okay okay. it's not okay (laughs) so yeah Zevrin you broke my bloody heart 10 years I haven't gotten over it
0: well 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 wow um I don't have a heartbreaking wrenching story like that but I do I did uh there is a through line here so for me, the next one I would uh, select would be Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic is maybe, it's in my top five games all time. Favorite games of all time. Damn, you picked some good it ones. Is... I
1: want to change my list now. Damn it.
0: <laughs> well, it is, to me, it is the it is the only game that I would ever consider being a console, like like worth buying a console over. To me, it was it it was the first game that justified it to me because I did own I think I owned it, Ninja Gaiden on it, on uh, the Xbox or the Xbox the original Xbox uh, as well.
1: They need to God, reboot I... that. They need to do a remastered because I could I um, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I could play it again and still be surprised and actually. CoTOr Two, I was never able to finish because at the end, spoiler alert for like a 12-year-old game. But at the end, um, when she betrays you and all the the lightsabers come out,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: that part froze every single time. I was never able to complete the game.
0: So you couldn't. You couldn't. I still don't know what well. the end is.
1: So. D- don't spoil the end, because i am actually what, honestly, never know honestly, I
0: can't remember the end either. I mean, I, I know who the bad person is, and I know kind of like the gist of it. I don't remember the ending of the second one as well as I do the first one. The first one just left a, a huge impact on me. And and uh, it was released in 2003, which was the year before uh, Fable. So if you're tracking my life at this point, this is <laughs> my divorce, so. <laughs> and then... Uh, so, anyway, so KOTOR comes out, and this had nothing to do with that, by the way, just timing. Um, the uh, Knights of the Republic was a, was justified buying an Xbox. Um, and, and, and actually, when it was released, I did not know necessarily how good it was. I didn't rent it or anything like that. It was just, it was a Star Wars game. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I was like, okay, well, I want to play this game which dives into an area of star wars lore that that no one had really uh, no one had really experienced no one had had uh explained or expounded upon so getting a chance to dive into that world with Jedi's from the old Republic and Sith. When Sith weren't just the rule of two, it was like they're everywhere maybe or not. Or, you know, there was just a lot of mystery and it was one of the best stories in a game that I've ever played. What is
1: this rule of two? I've never heard of this. What that there's only ever two.
0: Yes. So, and I believe it's Canon now for star Wars fans like me that care about stuff like that. Um, there was a there was a, a Sith lord in and it was I'm not sure how many years before like the like the prequels named Darth Bane. He's in the Clone Wars cartoon, long story short. There used to be lots of Sith, like lots of Sith lords and and some varying degrees of people beneath them and their padawans. Well, Darth Bane went and killed all of them. He killed every one of them except for one person that he deemed worthy of being his Padawan or, or the Sith apprentice. And uh, and basically the rule was is you could only have two because you can't really trust any of them. They all are kind of like bloodthirsty. And so you can't really trust them. They'll all betray you. So keep all the secrets yourself. Get all of the knowledge that you can and keep it yourself. Teach your Padawan until, or your, your apprentice until they're better than you and then they kill you. And then when they kill you, then they get a, an apprentice and they do the same thing. And so basically, you know that your time is Why limited, would you ever take a
1: Padawan if you know he's just going to kill you? What is the point? Well, of that? Well,
0: because it keeps you, it keeps you sharp. It keeps you on your toes. You're constantly, but it's and it, it, I think it feeds all of the um, all of the traits that make Sith strong. Fear. Like. <laughs> Fear, anger, all of those things, hate, wow. and so, so it, it feeds all of that stuff, and and you don't think anyone's better than you anyway, so a lot of times the master will kind of hold certain things, and so yeah, it's just steam of down. the apprentice. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a game of the apprentice trying to figure out all of these things that the master's not telling you and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems super right. weird.
1: It seems like an excuse to only have to costume two bad guys.
0: <laughs> well, in, in, if you go all the way back to the Knights of the Old Republic video game or the uh, Star Wars The Old Republic uh, MMO, it's not that way at that point. You know, that's before even Knights of the Old Republic. No, 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 it's not. That's actually after Knights of the so, Old Republic because...
1: Let's get this straight. All right. two bad guys, two, cause all mm-hmm. this trouble and hundreds oh, yeah. of Jedis can do naff all about it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. because I'm just saying, I think I've have... just
1: switched to Sith. I think they're on the winning well, team. <laughs>
0: When you when you when you go into like uh, Darth Darth, the two books that were written about Darth Bane are great books. Um, if you have a chance to read them and you like Star Wars lore and stuff like that, those are two of the books that are really worth reading. I mean, they're, they're very interesting and and it goes through Bane's journey. and And when you start to look at again, we don't have to debate the merits of the sith lords uh, or as a i think i've
1: already won i'm just saying they well, sound like the winning they, team two versus hundreds and they win a lot
0: they're exactly and there are um and i think that they're actually going into that in some of the new star wars stuff but you know neither, that's neither here nor there the, the point is is that you do kind of see the point and the arrogance of the jedi in this game and and it and uh It's such a great story, and as a Star Wars fan, I absolutely loved the lore and the story and and learning about Darth Revan and learning about the Jedi and all of these different planets that I had never gotten to to see in the movies or in the books or maybe even books that I had read about or, or that I'd seen things or heard things or read things um, in other media, and then got to see it in that particular game. There are so many bugs in the game. I mean, the loading screens are horror-awful, uh, but it is such a, a good game uh, that you overlook all of those things, and that's part of the charm. And the story, like I said, is is the selling point. Um, and, and the options that you have, the degrees to which you could be good or bad... Uh, and, and I guess to my original point that we were talking about with you and Dragon Age and me and Knights of the Old Republic, it was one of the first games that I remember you actually having choices, uh, romantic interest choices, where you could pursue someone based on you know whether it's Bastila or uh, in the second one you have oh in the first one you also have I believe it's the first one you have the uh, no it's the second one where you you have the the uh, Apprentice, who is a Miraluka, I think is her race. And she's blind, but she sees through the Force. And so you, if you're evil enough, you can actually turn her and she can be something like a love interest. Um, but anyway, that's one of the first games that, you, that I remember you ever being able to have those, uh, those types of choices in a console game. There, there may have been others before that, but that was the first one that I ever played. And so that was another dynamic that added another layer to this otherwise, I mean, which which already was a brilliant or incredible game, in my opinion. So uh, lots of replay, replayability. I probably put in, I, this is one of those games like you where I put in probably hundreds of hours, Knights of the Old Republic. So, Excellent. The first
1: one. Well, uh with my next pick I repair my chronological order with Halo <laughs>
0: Two All right, all right.
1: Uh, Halo Two was the first console game I felt I was actually a good gamer. Before then ah, I never considered I've never had myself that illusion a gamer or delusion. at all. Um, you know, I, I liked playing games. I had a, a Super Nintendo that I got from my cousin when I was 18. And I would play games, you know. But I, I wasn't terribly good at them, you know, whatever. Um, But with Halo 2, that was the first time where I felt like I was decent. Like I could do gaming and win, you know, and, and, and have right. a chance. And, you know, I would, I would play with my... Uh, I was in college at this point um i i would play with my uh no actually i it came out in april i think of 2004 so i wasn't yet in college yet i was leaving for college and i remember me and all my high school friends would hang out and play halo 2 and drink tons of mountain dew and eat tons of doritos and it was brilliant and then when i left and i went to college i bought my first console um, than when I was at college to play Halo 2 with everybody back home. Um, nice. So it, it was the reason why I, I got into console gaming kind of in the first place.
0: Get out of town.
1: Yeah.
0: Was it, I, I felt a tear.
1: It was just good, just I in. know. Emotional. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving.
0: It's right. Well, um... And since I'm jumping all over the place, um, my next one really is uh, goes back to my high school, and um, and that is uh, and a game. The next game that I'm thankful for is actually Super Mario Kart.
1: Okay, here we go.
0: Now, Super Mario Kart uh, is a game that my friends and I in high school. <laughs> It was a way it kept me out of trouble. and there were a lot of ways for kids to get into trouble. and uh, you know, I played sports in high school, played sports in college. but um this was kind of no, our
1: the athletics professor played sports. to surprise, Barry the lead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I just I say that only to kind of uh, put into context. it's like it's not like I didn't have things that kept me out uh-huh, of trouble. yeah, yeah, but there's yeah. still. <laughs> there's still downtime, you know, and when you have downtime and it's a bunch of friends, there's the old saying that if you've got, if you've got one boy, you've got one brain. If you've got two boys, you have half a brain. If you've got three boys or more, you have no brain. And so, <laughs> is uh, it is a good saying, and it's very true. And and so, but when my friends would get together, this would be one of the games where we would play, and it's one of the games with that. To your point, that that actually made me... F- like, I was good at this game. I'm good at pretty much every one of the Mario Karts. But I was I became a fan because of this one. Oh, yeah. I'll
1: play you.
0: Challenge. Gauntlet has been Yeah, no,
1: I'd have to get a Nintendo system. And I don't see that happening anytime soon. Nobody.
0: Well, when you get a Switch...
1: You I will. Know. You know what? I do... Depending on how the job search goes, I do... I am planning to get a Switch when I go home to America. Because, you know, they'll be cheaper. They will be um, and yeah, I have thought of that.
0: And you can get the slim and then basically yeah. you still plug it into your TV. Yeah. So
1: I mean it's whatever.
0: Yeah, it's it'll it'd be worth it and you just let me I've know. Thought but about the, it. the the uh, Mario Kart um, was one of the first games that I was good at, but also a game that I played we played dozens, maybe a hundred hundreds of hours uh you know, Friday nights, Saturday nights when, you know, you're too young to probably, I was too young to drive necessarily, but I could go over to my buddy's house and play this game. And, uh, we'd play into the night, you know, we would play or all night, you know, sometimes, and we'd have tournaments, you know, he had the connection where you could have four people playing on, on super Bomberman two, So we would play that as well. Um, but Mario Kart, actually you could play four people on this and, and, uh, you know, with, uh, this was the first one that had the the first one had the battle system where you had the little balloons and on the back of your cart and then you'd you go to different maps and you could battle each other and shoot uh, uh, shoot turtle shells at each other or or uh, you know put down other various traps and if you got hit three times then you were out and so it's just another fun uh, mode to play uh, that was that added to the game so yeah absolutely uh, Mario Kart. The original Super Mario Kart, uh, a game that I got a lot of fun out of, a game I look back on very fondly, um, and that I'm thankful for.
1: I cannot say that I played much Mario. To be fair, so you're sort of on your own on that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I think gaming just didn't didn't exist until Halo. So
1: for you. Well, for me, no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So my last game is the oldest game on my list. Um, Now, I didn't start playing it right when it came out, but I'm going by release date. Um, And that is, of course, City of Heroes. It was a huge factor into the type of young adult that I became. Um, And it taught me a lot of the life skills that I still use today, um, like leadership skills and responsibility and, um, doing things by example and setting rules and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And, um, I played it for the longest amount of time that I've played any game. Um, I played it for maybe four five years, pretty religiously. Um, maybe even longer, actually. And, you know, we were, we were fairly successful. You know, we were, we were number five on the server. You know, we were on the villain side, which was, you know, much harder. It was automatically handicapped in comparison to the hero side of the game. And we sort of took that handicap and, and used it as an example of, uh, of of what you can achieve with with teamwork and dedication and and having people sort of aligned with a common goal. So um, it's a very important game to me. I'm really glad to see that somebody has rebooted it, um, and I hope they're successful in their attempt to gain the legal rights to run the game. I think that would be cool, because um, you yeah. know they took the servers down, so obviously they don't run a, run it anymore. So why should they prevent somebody who wants to from doing it? Absolutely. Um but yeah it was it was a big part of my life and I think it did color some of the ways that I do things in the business world that I learned from getting people all across the world to do what I needed them to do in a digital world so it's cool it's right. useful and that's my number one game I'm most thankful for
0: When was it re- released originally
1: April 2004
0: Okay April 2004 I remember it very well. I mean, I mean, I remember seeing it, and it was. MMOs were not new at that time. Uh, for me, um, my number one, and this segues into it, and I'll go back to that point. My number one game that I'm most thankful for. I, here's where I'm going to cheat. I was going to go all the way back to when I first really played any video games, and uh, in the first. Computer game, or the first game I was really exposed to was Oregon Trail, but that's that's lame, and it's, it's <laughs> not it do? really Does what everyone needs.
1: Some cholera today,
0: right? <laughs> you have died of dysentery. <laughs> um. So and and uh, and then I also played Where in the World is Carmen? We all bloody and, did and, uh, at the same about the same time. But the thing is, is, both of those are more or less educational than they more so than they are even like games to me and and so I was like, okay, well, what game would I be most thankful for? If I had to just pick one and and I was like, well maybe it's Warcraft two or Warcraft three, the Frozen Throne, because I like real time strategy games, but I love World of Warcraft, but I wouldn't love World of Warcraft if it wasn't for you know Warcraft 3 or Warcraft 2 which kind of laid the foundation for it but ultimately I just had to say you know what I don't go back and play those games the game that I come back to and have come back to for 15 years and I have I've let my subscription lapse for a few months at a time but for all intents and purposes I've played this game on and off for 15 straight years I have been a I've been a subscriber every year since it came out I Bought it when it was released, and World of Warcraft is probably the game I'm most thankful. I mean, that I could have fixed. I know, and anybody that's been listening to this podcast for any length of time, or ev- even this episode, probably could have guessed that because I want the bumblebee. Um, that bumblebee! But <laughs> that damn bumblebee. Does it butt? Does it but butt wiggle?
1: Though does it butt wiggle?
0: Yes, ah, it butt wiggle.
1: I kind of want it.
0: I'm exactly who
1: does. Oh my god! Please send me a picture so, of the bumblebee when you get it.
0: I will send you I will send you a picture of it. Once once I've got it, I will send you a picture. You have to make it your and, new um, icon. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but uh, you know, I having having seen it from the beginning and having it it was released in 2004 as well. So KOTOR was 2003, World of Warcraft was 2004. You know, um, Fable was two thousand four, and and uh, it's like two thousand four was a great game.
1: Halo two was two thousand four. City of Heroes was two thousand four.
0: Yeah, that's just a great a great year, and I re- and that was what I was going to say is I remember very much the uh, release of City of Heroes because I said, man, that's right up my alley. That is the type of game that I would play because uh, EverQuest had been out for years at this point and had kind of. Laid the groundwork. They it innovated on what Ultima had already done, and just made something that was that people came back to. It had a social component. It was great, you know. I mean, that. But I I didn't get into it. I was like EverQuest. I don't know the backstory. I don't know anything about that. That I don't know anything about it. The box art was pretty much the only thing that would draw you in if you were interested in it, and it did. Like I would flip it over and look at it. And I was like, well, that that looks. Like the kind of game I would want to play, but it's it's not enough to to sell me. City of Heroes was the first one that I looked at. I was like, man, I could really, I think I could play that game. It would be awesome to create my own superhero. It would be awesome to be a part of like a Legion of Doom or, you know, or a a Justice League or something like that that you create yourself. But I was like, you know, I just not, I'm not going to pay a subscription fee. You know, I'm not, that's not, I already pay enough. For, you know, for a game. But I really didn't put it into context until World of Warcraft was released. And I was like, okay. I had loved the, I loved Blizzard. I loved every game that they had put out so far. I was a huge fan of Warcraft 2, Reign, Reign of Chaos, and, and, and the Frozen Throne. Uh, and that world that they had built. And I was like, man, I can go back into that world. And I can go back and pick a, you know, I know that world. And I know the, the characters and the lore and the... And the races and and the horde and the alliance and that conflict. I was like, man, I know that well. So, this might be something I could do. And and then I somehow rationalized, you know, what a bar tab maybe thirty bucks, and one month of this is fourteen dollars. Ah, yeah, we know, all
1: rationalize it, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes,
0: we absolutely. You have to. How many hours I could I would spend playing this in a month versus that one time, very brief. Uh, and, and then the hangover that follows. So I was like, well, you know what, I'll, I, I can see doing that. And so I did, and I started playing it, but I didn't really get to dive into it until the next year because really I had my own, I, I, I got a subscription, but my brother ended up playing it all the time, and I had to work a lot, and so I didn't get to actually dive in headfirst and really get to experience it until the next year. But I did play it, you know, whenever he wasn't on there because we couldn't share it and we were rooming together at the time. We were living together. And so, uh, you know, he, he ended up playing the most. But uh, it is the game that I am most thankful for. It's a game that I continue to come back to. Um, it is it's one that I have enjoyed since it was released. I have gotten to see all the iterations. Um, I got to I got to wait in line when they used to release actual hard copies of the expansions when you could pre-order them and and uh i loved listening to other people and talk about their mains and what their you know what their specs were and and about kind of their experiences of it and our shared love for this same game it was just really cool that was a community that i that i enjoyed being a part of and i've enjoyed playing this game since it released So yeah world of warcraft my favorite game
1: there you go. Well, that's a hell of a holiday list. Listen, people, Thanksgiving yeah, is absolutely. for real this year. That's
0: right. Yeah, what are y'all thankful for? You know, Let us know. So, Well, that wraps up this episode of Retro Rebel Gamecast. I thank Amanda for this week's discussion. All the notes from this episode will be posted on our site, TemplateGeek.com. If you'd like to add to the discussion or reach out with questions, sound off in the comments or email us at RetroRebel at TemplateGeek.com if you like what you hear, head over to iTunes or wherever you download the podcast and subscribe. So you'll be sure to get each episode as it's released. And rate us because that really helps us. Until the next time.
1: See you later.